Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi, and welcome to episode 230 of Martha Runs the World. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. We have a great show today. My guest this week is Martinez Evans. Martinez is pretty well known in the running world. He has a big group called the Slow AF Group, and um, it's pretty pretty big group of of runners who don't care that they're slow and don't care that you know about it because they're pretty proud of what they do and they should be we all should be your runner your your runner doesn't matter if you're slow or fast doesn't matter who you are if you're running you're a runner and that's all there is to it and i'm pretty proud of you if you run martinez is a runner he's a coach he's a writer He's an inspirer, and he's determined to get you out the door and running. No matter who you are, no matter what size you are, you should be proud, and you should go out there and get running. He proves that we don't have to be thin to run. No, you don't. We don't have to be size extra small to be in a race. So no matter what size you are, no matter who you are, you can run and live a healthier life. And here is Martinez Evans. Will you please uh, welcome to the show? He's a runner, he's an author, and he has a group, uh, the Slow As F Running Club. Will you welcome to the show, Martinez Evans? Hi, Martinez. How are you? How are you doing, Martha? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So let's start at the beginning. How did you begin your running journey? Yes, two years ago, I was working at Men's Warehouse. Um, I was on my feet eight to 10 hours a day, developed some hip issues. I went to go see a doctor and this doctor was like, I know why your hip hurts. Okay. Why does it hurt? He's like, it's because you're fat and you need to lose weight. And I was like, wow, like <laughs> what that has to do with my hip. <laughs> so we ended up having this, this big debate and argument. He was like, you know, you either need to lose weight or die. And then he was like, you know, you got this stomach as a pregnant woman and all this other stuff. Right. And I remember being like, you know, screw all of this. I'm going to go run a marathon. He laughs at me, tells me that's the most dumbest thing he heard in all this year to practice the medicine. So. Um, the, the, the argument got very heated and I ended up storming out the doctor's office and on my way home, I bought some running shoes and I got on the treadmill and felt miserably. I couldn't run longer than 15 seconds. And that was my first run. And that was the start of the journey. Wow. He, nothing like being direct, for, is it? I mean, yes. you know, he didn't have any um, any bedside manner, I should no, say. No, he don't. He didn't. No. He needed to be punched in the face. <laughs> I, I, I work in a clinic. I know a few doctors like that. <laughs> now, that was... So you you felt terrible. Now, how long did it take you to feel good when you run? Um, about I don't know, eight to ten weeks. It took me about eight to ten weeks to really get going and ran my first marathon. Not marathon, my first five k in about ten weeks. And uh, from that point on, I I I had the bug. It hit me. 
it's like, oh, so this is why everyone does this silly sport. Okay. Yes, absolutely. It takes a while. You know, running is something like that. That's why so many people try it and they hate it because they don't give it time. Running is not something that you're just going to pick up. You have to take a long time to to get good at it. It it it, it changes your body so much and your muscles. It challenges them. It it takes a while. It does take a while, and a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. Is that uh, you got to get comfortable with the boredom that it comes with slow progress. Mm-hmm. But it's so rewarding when it's said and done. Isn't it? it? It's it's just the most wonderful thing in the world. And when you can't do it, I had surgery in, in March, so I'm waiting for June. I'm counting. I Really, I have a timer on my on my phone for the days until I can start running it again because you, I just miss it so much. It, it's just the, the most fun thing in my life. You know, it's when I thank God I can talk about it because if I couldn't talk about it on my show, I don't know, I'd go stir crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. It, it's just, I, I love it so much. It, it, it's just amazing to me. But so what was your first, okay. When you went out to, to run, what was your first race? My first race ever was a 5k. Um, I think it was the Steven Siller. Uh, Tunnel to Towers 5K. So it was a remembrance of uh, a local firefighter in the area. And um, mm-hmm. he ran from like the tunnel to the towers and they had a, a 5K to remember him. Oh, my goodness. I love the t- Tunnel to Towers organization. I actually give to them every month. I think they're amazing. For those who don't know, to the Tunnel to Towers, they uh, it's an organization. They raise money to give to families who have lost loved ones in combat or the first responders and they, they build houses for them. And they, they, they also build houses for, for uh, disabled uh, people who are wounded. And so, so disabled members of the family, they will, they will uh, build, construct their whole house so that they can use them. They're an amazing organization that what a great race to run. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Very, very cool. So I know that that you had some negative reactions, and that's what started the whole running group. How did you keep those from stopping you? Um, I'm a very defiant individual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very defiant individual. I don't I don't I don't like when people tell me that I can't do something, and I know I I can do it. So uh, I think that kept me afloat for a period of time. And then uh, eventually I just had fun and I understood that um, there was going to be people, there's always going to be naysayers that's going to tell you, um, you can't do something. And I, I found joy proving those people wrong time at the time. At the- we, we we have to do that, don't we? I mean, there, why are there so many Karens in the world? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's none of their business what we do. They should put focus on themselves, right? Right. I mean really you you are are such a I mean you're such a model for other people that that shows that if you can do it they can do it too. Yeah, that's the thing is that you know for a lot of people they're like, you know, you're promoting obesity blah 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 because I'm a bigger guy. And my thing is it's not that like what I'm promoting is physical activity, right? Mm-hmm. And letting people see that they can be active in the body that they have right now. They don't have to go on no crazy diet. Everything I do is attainable. 
And, um, and I think that's the thing that they really hate is that, uh, when it comes to diet culture and, um, like that, those type of people, they're always trying to sell you something. They're trying to sell you a pill or, uh, uh, elixir or whatever, whatever. Right. And I think what I'm selling people is just joy and self love. And that's something that, um, can be, that can empower people way longer than a pill or a magic drug that we know that's not going to work. It's absolutely true. And the thing what what if someone wants to lose weight, that's great, but you have to love yourself the way you are first. Exactly. You can't say, I'll love myself after I lose weight because that it'll never work. If you don't like yourself heavy, you're not going to like yourself thin. No. It, it, no, that self-love has to come first. You're absolutely right. What I, I love that outlook. You you really have to have that self love and the and the, and the love for others too. Because if people who were who were who are calling other people names, they're just it's just a, a self image that they're projecting onto other people. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is that like in the world where there's so much negativity, you know, I, I choose positivity. I, I choose to find. A outlook that's positive or neutral because there's so much negative in the world. I ain't got time to feel feel my inner circle and the stuff that I look at uh, with that negativity. That's right. That's right. And you live a much healthier life and you sleep better at night. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that is the way to be because you, we're we're happier that way. You you can't go around criticizing everybody because you got to take care of yourself, and that's a full time job. Tell me about it. <laughs> Right. So, so did you ever see that doctor again or did you? <laughs> no, grand opening, grand closing. I seen that doctor once. I ain't got to never meet him another day in my life. Exactly. <laughs> All right. When did you start the slow as F running club? So I started the slow AF running AF. club. AF. Okay. Thank um, you. I started that around 2018, somewhere around 2018, 2019. Um, and it started a very interesting way. So I was running a race and I get, I get heckled and somebody called me slow AF. They called me the real thing, <laughs> told me to go home and he was heckling me. And I was like, you want me to go home? I'm running the race and you're on the sidelines drunk. And I remember being, being like, no, you go home. So I then started selling shirts, like one of the shirts I'm wearing now that has like slow AF. Across my chest. And people found that hilarious. So much so that people are started to ask me, like, hey, do you sell these shirts? And I wasn't. And I was like, well, I do now. And I sold 500 shirts in my first weekend. And from that point on, the rest was history because people started to wear these shirts. Um, not only that, they wanted to like meet up with new people and things of that sort. So I it, it made it only made sense to I create the the community to go along with it as well. That's terrific. I love that because you're out there uh, doing it just like the people at the front. Or we're out there. I I got to put myself in that. I'm I'm rather slow runner. I mean, we're out there doing it just like the people at the front of the race. It's no different as long as you can make the the cutoff times. What's the difference? There's right. no difference to me. You know, right. if if now if you if you join a race and, and you know that you can't make the cutoff time. So that's a different thing. But as long as you can get there within the time of the race, there's no difference. You're out there and and you're you're busting your butt and you're doing hard work. So there's absolutely no difference to me. 
And and some people say that the, the slower it is, the more time you spend out there on the course, so it's even harder. That's my thing, is that for a lot of these people, and you talk about, like, pacing and things of that sort, for a lot of these people, they don't understand how hard it is to be on your feet for six, seven hours. It's a whole work day on your feet, running. And then most of the time, like these races don't support this lower individual. So you're out of water. You're um, having to go run the race um, and figure out how to get there on your own. You're asking spectators to help you and things of that sort. So not only do we have to run run the race and worry about like cutoffs, we also got to worry about not having water, not having a metal when we get to the end. Um, the, the horrible conditions of porta potties, all the other stuff that comes along with being in the back of the pack. We we pretty much are fin. We have to like fin for ourselves and um, fin for ourselves because we're left behind. It's true. It's true. Well, you know, they always say the the, the marathon is 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 like a oh, the marathon is like a is like a mullet. The the business in the front, and the party in the back. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I always liked the the back. We always had fun in the back. I'm I'm usually one of the ones in the back. I because I see people starting off way too fast to begin with, and 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 one by one I start passing people up because they started too fast and they're out of gas by the time I. I said, okay, I, pass, I saw you earlier. You went. You started too fast and start passing people up. But yeah, it's true. I remember running the the San Francisco Marathon one year and um, that. And I was within, well within the time. I fin- I think I finished like two minutes before the six hour, and they were out of everything by the time I got through the last aid stations. It's and that's true. the messed up part that we yeah. we spend our green money. Mm-hmm. We spend our green money to participate mm-hmm. in this race. And last time I checked, my money spends just like anybody else's. So like, why I'm not getting the same treatment? Um, just because I'm slower. Exactly. I, I totally agree. What was your uh, first, what was the first marathon you did? Detroit Marathon. Which, where, what city is that in? Uh, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, oh, Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Detroit. Oh, that's very cool. So that's very memorable to you. Yeah. Yeah. International race. I'm originally from Detroit. So yeah, it's very memorable. Oh, very. Oh, that's the one that goes to Canada then. Yeah. How fun. That, that is so fun. That, you ran yeah. that one before yet? I haven't run that one yet. No, no, but I've had friends who run that. That that would be a really cool one. Okay, that's on the list. I don't do a whole lot of road marathons or road races at all, but but that's like one. Okay, that's that's one definitely that would be really cool to do. What was the hardest marathon you've ever done? Big Sur. Ooh, ooh. Big Sur Marathon is yeah. a it's hard. A, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that has a lot of hills, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. more than a lot of hills, mountains, <laughs> mountains, running mountains. That that's I mean it's a beautiful area but you don't even probably don't appreciate it as much cuz you're <clears throat> working so hard on those hills. Yeah. So I would say that and then Boston. I ran Boston. I ran the fall Boston that was in October, the pandemic Boston. Mm-hmm. That were, that was a pretty rough race as well. Um because imagine it being in October and it's 75 degrees. Mm. And like eighty percent humidity in Boston. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, their weather. Not, it was not fun. It was no, not no, their weather's is not not the best. 
Yeah, Boston's a beautiful place, but their weather is <laughs> not my favorite. Um, so now you have a new book that's coming out in well, it'll be out probably around the same time as this as this podcast actually. Um, and I am very excited to read it. This slow AF running group, the ultimate guide for anyone who wants to run. So why did you decide to write a book? So I wrote this book because as a community, I have about 10,000 members worldwide inside the Slow AF Run Club. And I do have a lot of coaching. And one of the things that um, people always ask me is that, Martinez, are there any running books that you would recommend that we read? And most of the time, my answer is no. And that's because most running books are written by elite athletes or former elite athletes or coaches of former elite athletes teaching you how to run their way. So, you know, as a beginner runner or somebody who's intimidated with the sport of running, you know, you don't need stuff like V.02 or fart licks or things of that sort, right? You need stuff like, hey, you about to go for your first run? Hey, don't wear cotton underwear and eat a banana or something before you want to run. So, like, most of these books don't even go into that or, like, that type of stuff. So, I wanted to be able to provide a book for the people who, who really need that type of thing when it comes to um, the sport of running. That's actually very true. I mean, just the basic stuff they, they don't cover. And that that's a really good point. You, I think you're hitting a market that is that is really, really needed. When did you first start thinking about that? Um, it's something that ever since I started the run club, it's been on like an inkling, mm -hmm. but I think that with the pandemic I started to get a lot of people ask me the same question over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I probably get some, you're saying, Hmm, well, well, if people are asking me this, there's a, definitely a need for it. You also talk about um, the growth mindset. So what, what exactly is that? The growth mindset, or sometimes I like to call it is the athletic mindset, right? Okay. It's the mindset knowing that um, there's going to be obstacles along the way. And even though there's obstacles, there's going to be quote unquote bad things that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You take the positive and or the neutral standpoint. You never take the negative. Right. You know, right. things can either be neutral or they can be great. So that's the thing, right? So when it comes to having an obstacle or having something that you thought that um, bad happened to you, for example, my first ran, run, I ran for 15 seconds and fell off the treadmill. Most people would think that that's devastating. The worst thing possible. Never get on the treadmill again because of this, right? Mm -hmm. If you have this growth mindset or like this athletic mindset, it's not that, oh, like this is devastating. It's okay. I fell off the treadmill, you know. Mm -hmm. What do I got to do next to make sure I don't fall off the treadmill the next time? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, you know, a various of different things that we talk about inside this book that, that focuses on that. Right. You know, um, I have a, have a notion of like, you know, not everything you think is true and not everything you feel is real. Right. So understanding that your thoughts, the main reason, like the main thing for our brain is to make sure that we don't have discomfort pain, or we are in danger. And I think that um, in this modern day, like there's a lot of things that, um, that, that we really don't have much danger in this world, but our mind would start to make up things to make it feel like we are in danger or uncomfortable or in, or in pain and make you want to stop. So, you know, for a lot of beginner runners, they don't necessarily 
understand the difference between discomfort and pain. So like when you start to run, like, and if you just getting off the couch, of course, like you're going to feel sore. You might feel sore in places that you haven't um, done in a while because you've haven't been active. And I think for a lot of people, it's like, oh, that's pain. And it's like, no, that's not pain. That's your actual, your muscle doing something. And now you having some discomfort because of it. So, so true. So getting people to really understand that, you know, with this athlete mindset or this growth mindset, everything that comes to us is, is, is for the betterment and good for us. We just don't know what it is. Just yet. I, that is so true. And I, I really think running is is so good for that especially for people who have never had that in their lives maybe they they thought maybe in school they they shied away from it because they weren't good at it so maybe they got ridiculed or something like that so they just didn't weren't active in it and i think i think running is is just so good to bring that out of people because it, it makes people realize how strong they are and how how much they have inside of themselves because most people today are just too comfortable and i think running is something that can make us realize that we don't have to sit on the couch all the time. We can actually go do something with our bodies. It's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, that's, that's one reason why I, I love running so much. I mean, I, I know, and I know pain too. I know the difference too. Cause I, I ran, I ran a very long race on a bad hip before I had my surgery and that's pain. <laughs> I'm never going to do that again, but yeah. So yeah, I really like that that idea though of of the, of having a positive attitude because um I think running is is really is so helpful with that. It makes you understand like you can have a bad day, but if you go out and run, things don't look as bad as they did before. It doesn't solve you, all your problems, but boy, it cer- certainly helps put you in a better frame of mind to handle things. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about running is that um, whenever we think that we can't do something or an obstacle is in front of us, uh, we can realize that the obstacle is not as big as we think it is and not as rough mm-hmm. as it, it mm-hmm. is. And we can actually work to figure out how to get through it. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and it's like, how many times it's like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with this. I'm going for a run. And you came back and you said, what was I so upset about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's right. It 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 it's such a alleviator of stress, I should say. Uh it 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 just it doesn't solve everything, but it makes everything solvable, I guess. Yes. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love it. And I can't wait to read this book. I'm I'm definitely gonna read about it and and um definitely gonna order it, I should say. Talk. Talk right, uh, Martha. Um and gonna definitely uh talk about it once i once i read it and um i really really excited about it and thank you so much for joining me today really appreciate it yeah and good luck on everything and um i hope your book does a roaring success and everything that you do and um, have a great one rest of your day thank you martha thank you martinez very much i truly appreciate you being on the show and i wish you and your book, The Best of Luck. His book is called The Slow AF Run Club, The Ultimate Guide for Anyone Who Wants to Run. 
and is it is on the bookshelves now and we'll have a link that you can purchase it at on the website martharunsworld.com so you can see it right there all right and we'll have a link for the uh slow af run club as well if you want to join all right and yeah i don't understand people's obsession with other people do you really have the time to to try to plan other people's lives isn't your life full enough really i mean what the heck's wrong with you why are you trying to to decide what other people should look like, what other people should weigh, what other people should eat, how other people should live. Pay attention to your own life. Take care of yourself and stop trying to push other people around or boss other people around. I really hate that. That bugs the bleep out of me. (laughs) It really, really bugs me. When people try to bully other people around, that bugs me in any way that they try to do it. Leave other people alone. Take care of yourself. If more people took care of their own lives in this world, it would be a better place. <laughs> Seriously would. That, that is one huge pet peeve of mine. The Karens of the world. <laughs> it's like, leave them alone. Take care of your own life. That should be a full-time job enough. <laughs> Gosh, that bugs me. All right. But, okay, that is that. And it's getting closer to my running. It's getting closer to my running, and I can just, I can just taste it. I, I tell you, I, I ran for the bus today. When I get off work, I have like three minutes to get to the end of the block to catch my bus. So I have basically have to run. And I ran, and it felt great, and it felt okay. It was all right. I ran one end of the block to the other end of the block, and it felt okay. I was out of breath because I haven't run for a few months, but. Yeah, it was all right. It felt good. So that's a good sign. When I start running in a couple weeks, it's only going to be like a half month when I start to run. It's going to be okay. So I'm really excited about it. And it's getting closer. So I will tell you more later. But that is the show. And everything for Martinez will be on the website, MarthaRunsAWorld.com. If you want to email me, it's MarthaRunsAWorld at gmail.com. And until next week, let's tie up for shoelaces and go for a run.